Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees. Well, the little team meeting after the uh, sweep by the hands of the St. Louis Cardinals apparently didn't help that much. Yankees drop two out of three to the Seattle Mariners. Uh, so we'll get into that as well as, you know, mention it goes to the news that Matt Carpenter now going to be shut down for at least six weeks uh, with a hairline fracture in his foot. And, of course, we'll preview the uh, Boston series. Get the Yankees licking their wounds after this um, last leg of this road trip will take place in Fenway and see if the Yankees at least, um, you know, have a positive series for once because so far this road trip has been uh, pretty pitiful for the Yankees, again, getting swept by the Cardinals and now dropping two out of three to the Seattle Mariners. So um, we'll get into that. Before we do, if you haven't done already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Um, wherever you're listening right now, I'm sure there's a follow or and subscribe button. Hit that and get notified when new content and episodes come up throughout the rest of the season. And as I does he wrap ups, there'll be some interviews, um, some just side takes by myself, uh, little memories, little stories of you know days of, of yesterday in, in Yankee Land. Uh, but we'll get into all that. So make sure you subscribe. So Yankees, as I mentioned, they got swept by the Cardinals. Well, pretty much each of those games, the Yankees had an opportunity to do something. Of course, you know, the worst was that one nothing loss on the Saturday there, just, you know, mustering up two hits, which is, a, you know, kind of pitiful. And, of course, having Jordan Montgomery kind of sticking to for five innings. But, nevertheless, the Yankees um, supposedly had a little team meeting after that to just kind of get everybody on the same page. You know, us, we all know the Yankees have been struggling since the All-Star break. And, look, you figure it was going to happen a little bit earlier this season, but they were, the winning percentage that they were playing at was so unbelievable. Like, okay, we knew that they, it was very hard to keep that up. They weren't going to win 120 games, but we've seen some problems here. And I think the first blow was losing Michael King there in the bullpen. I know the Yankees made some moves at the trade deadline, but again, I think King was so valuable for the Yankees. Um, you know, I just think that was a big blow for the man. You're looking at it's the second big blow, I think. Not as big as King, but I think losing Matt Carpenter for a period of time does hurt the Yankees. I mean, obviously his production has been great for them, especially with the home run ball. Again, kind of unexpected. And it just seems like, you know, Boone puts him there in little small doses. And when he does, he comes to replace good. But also this, you know, it just seems like it was someone that's uplifted the whole rest of the clubhouse and the teammates and everyone has loved having him there on the field. In fact, now um, he's probably not going to be available to maybe September. And that's like going to be probably middle to late September if everything goes well. And even if he comes back again, how healthy is going to be, you know, be, yeah, you can put him in a boot and the bone could heal a little bit. But still, you know, you're banging your foot. He's, you're standing on the plate there taking cuts. I don't know if it's going to be the same Carpenter. That, again, that's been fabulous for the Yankees this season. So um, that's kind of the the real big, you know, big take uh, negative takeaway from this series. But we'll get into it. So um, this was an important start, you know, for Jamison Tyone. Again, he's been him as well as Cole. Um, again, I have been sputtering lately. So for Tyone taking the ball in his first game. And I have to say, again, maybe he'll be one of the bright spots of the series. Cole pitched as well as good. But it was just good to see Tyone just get a win again and, you know, pitch deep into a game because something he – um, has been failing to do so again Seattle without Julio Rodriguez again last time they came to the Yankee Stadium about a week or two ago took two out of three for the Yankees embarrassed them um, hammered Cole in the first inning so you figure the Yankees all right want to kind of you know get back at them a little bit and uh, Seattle's going for this season you know they made the, the big move at the trade deadline to get Luis Castillo who the Yankees were also knock on the door with so um, they're looking to get Julio Rodriguez back got Castillo now in the rotation and they're making a push at least for you know one of the wild card spots um, so again, they're on on the uptick there, while the Yankees are kind of you know stumbling around a little bit. So first game, uh, Josh Donaldson got the Yankees on the board at the top of the first inning. RBI single, scored two, gave uh, Tyone a little cushion early on. Unfortunately, he gave half that back in the bottom of the first frame. Uh, Mitch Haniger, who would kind of be a pest for the Yankees this entire series, uh, hit a sole home run. But Donaldson again had a, had himself quite a game uh, in the third inning. Then had the two RBI double in the first. Hit a solo home run, put the Yankees up at that point, three to one, 
And then Adam Benintendi, who's kind of been a little quiet lately. I mean, hasn't been contributed the way he has been. He's been being himself. But in the fifth inning, uh, with the Yankees up 4-2, hit an RBI double, scored Donaldson as well as, again, he's been, he was on base pretty much all game. And Torres puts the Yankees up that point 6-2. And from there, you can pretty much turn it off the Yankees, uh, you know, just cruise the rest of the way. Uh, but, of course, you know, had some, little, some more highlights to provide. You know, up 7-3 in the eighth, Judge with his 44th home run. Uh, put the Yankees up that point, 8-3. to three. Again, this game was pretty much all Yankees the rest of the way. And in the ninth inning, with the Yankees up 9-3, to three, Seattle did scratch another run in the uh, in the bottom of the ninth there. Uh, but the Yankees, again, would hold on for the 9-4 to four win. And, again, it was pretty much a, a breather since, you know, the fifth inning, once Benatendi hit the, uh, the double to put the Yankees up 6-2, the Yankees were able to cruise along uh, the rest of the way there. And, again, Tyone, again, not perfect, but a good a good quali- a beyond quality start, seven innings. Three earned runs only. Now, he did have three walks, but struck out six and only surrendered three hits. Uh, and, again, was just responsible for three of those runs. So, again, a good start by him. And not just getting the win, um, his 11th of the season to improve his record to 11-2, but just the fact he went deep into the game. And this is on the road against a good quality. Again, I'm not saying the greatest hitting team in the world, but definitely, you could say, almost a playoff caliber team. So, to have a performance like that was good. And good to see uh, Chapman. Um, in the eighth inning, came out, had a clean inning. Now, what you don't like to see is that Holmes, again, who's been struggling late, late league and gave that a huge hit in the that first game against the Cardinals, uh, uh, an RBI double that scored two. Uh, you know, and that's probably the one game the Yankees really, really should have won because uh, they just had the lead there very late in the game. But um, he led off this inning hitting Eugenio Suarez with a pitch. Now, Suarez eventually come around to score. Again, the Yankees are up, you know, at that point by six runs. So Holmes is just going to lay in it in there and just like, all right, here it is, hit it. You're not looking to be too fine, but still the fact that you hit the leadoff batter and then give, give, a, give up a hit later on for, for him to score again. Holmes has been a little struggling a little bit lately. I'm not saying don't, you know, hey, let's switch Chapman back in there. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't even consider that at this point, but just good to point out that Holmes, you know, part of this Yankee little um, stupor that they've been in has been part of it. Holmes, just not the Holmes we, we've seen earlier season when he was just completely untouchable. But again, Yankees hold on uh, for the... Nine to for a win, but of course, again, the blow as I mentioned early uh, in that first inning, Matt Carpenter uh, fouling a ball off his foot. Now he uh, ended up striking out to finish the at bat, but needed to come out of the game. And right after um, they took him out, uh, needed an MRI, and look, they did show a hairline fracture in his foot. Now, good news that he's not going to need surgery, uh, but again, he's going to be out till middle to maybe late September. We don't know yet. Uh, so for the Yankees, that's just a bad break. And even if he does come back, as I mentioned earlier. I don't think he's going to be the same Matt Carpenter uh, as when he first came here with the Yankees and just, you know, took off gangbusters. He's got to assume, you know, that foot's going to bother him. Again, you got to sit in there and plant your feet and take some good quality swings at the ball. I just I just think this is a tough blow for the Yankees. So I'm not saying they can't still win the AL East. They, they should, even though they're kind of in this little, you know, uh, purgatory period, I would like to call it. I'm not going to panic yet, but, you know, they're definitely not playing well. And you lose King, you know, several weeks ago, and now you lose Carpenter. And, okay, King's not coming back, Carpenter is, but I just don't know if it's going to be the same Carpenter. So, tough blow there. So, um, so that was the first game. Now, the second game, really unconventional. Um, the Yankees lose one nothing in extra innings. The game actually went to 13 innings. It was, like, the first 13-inning game uh, since, like, uh, 2019, since they put these new uh, Ghost Runner rules into effect. Now, this was a game important for Cole. Because, you know, he's been, I'm sure he's been hearing the talk that, look, he has been struggling lately. Um, again, a lot of it hasn't been pointed out at nauseum is that 
usually these games, it's always that one inning that just undoes them. And then the rest of the game is fine. He'll go six, seven innings, but he just has one inning, whether it's the first, whether it's the third, the fifth, where he'll give up like four or five runs. And it's just like you're scratching your head, like, why is he doing this? And that's something he was doing before when he was with the Yankees first couple of seasons. But for some reason, uh, that's been bugging him. But both Cole and Castillo, again, this was going to be a rematch of the uh, the matchup, you know, because Castillo made his uh, Seattle Mariner debut a couple weeks ago at Yankee Stadium. And for the most part, uh, Cole answered the bell, so he got it. That's the good news there. Unfortunately, the Yankees, uh, some base running blunders uh, cost him this game, but we'll get into that. But if we look, look at the line for both pitchers, uh, Cole uh, goes seven innings, only surrenders four hits with eight strikeouts. Castillo, a little better in some ways, goes eight innings only surrendering three hits uh, with seven strikeouts. So both aces on top of the game. So I guess that's, that's something you'd like to take away. Uh, but the Yankees really gave this one away. I mean, they had some opportunities, um, you know, in this game, in the extra inning games, you know, uh, in the 10th inning uh, with Ben Attendee on as the ghost runner. Donaldson gets on first base and you have runners on first and second. And for some reason, I guess Ben Attendee was getting a little, little anxious there. Um, reliever Paul Seward. Took his foot off the bag, but Benatendi broke for third already and was able to nail Benatendi easily. And again, takes the Yankees out. Would have could have potentially been a nice little rally inning there, um, uh, there in the tenth. And even in the twelfth, IKF misread a ball. He was gunned down on the bases as well. Again, opportunity for the Yankees could have gone ahead uh, in the extra innings, but didn't. And eventually, this would come down to the third, thirteenth inning, with the Yankees pretty much spent the entire bullpen. Loaiza on the mound. Uh, now Eugenio Suarez was the ghost runner uh, again as, pa- as per the rules for that. So he's on second base. Um, Cal uh, Raleigh hit a single, which moved Suarez to third. So now he had runners at first and third. Now Loisga, you know, didn't buckle right away. I mean, he got a nice little comeback up to the mound. He was able to field it, which kept Suarez at third, and was able to get the first out there. And then after that, they figured they walk Haggerty, uh, figured to load the bases up there and try to set up the b- double play. Uh, but unfortunately, Loisica would give it up here. Now, he was ahead of Luis Torrens, had 0-2 in the count. Again, he was well ahead, but for whatever reason, uh, threw a pitch that caught too much of the plate. And then Torrens was able to uh, line it into right field. And, of course, it was a walk-off win. Suarez was able to score easily against Seattle now uh, with the thrilling 13th inning win, tied the series at that point, 1-1. And, again, this is kind of frustrating. Uh, you know, you, you expect the Yankees to be shut down by Castillo. Uh, but, again, just the base-running blunders. Um, and wasting a good performance by Cole, who's, again, struggling lately. Uh, so kind of very disappointing loss for the Yankees, which now brings up the game three. So an afternoon matinee in Seattle. Again, it was Yankees were traveling um, after that. So, you know, usually see when a, when a team's going to travel, uh, the Wednesday game's usually an afternoon affair. And this was a game for Nesta Cortez. Um, he was rolling along um, up against the uh, Robbie Ray, the former Blue Jay, former Cy Young Award winner. And Cortez... Pitching a perfect game into the sixth inning. You're going to be seeing Cortez and some other Yankees, but especially Cortez flirt with some no-hitters and perfect games uh, this season. Was perfect through six until, unfortunately, uh, lost it with one out, giving up a home run to Sam Haggerty. Hit, hit the shot actually off the pole there, and the Yankees were down one nothing. And, of course, Cortez's perfect game was ruined. But his battery mate, Higashioka, would um, make up for that. Uh, Robbie Ray on his 115th pitch of the game. Uh, serves up a two-run home run to Higgy, puts the Yankees back up two to one, and takes Nesta Cortez from at least at that point from the L column to the W column. And then soon after that, uh, Aaron Judge hits his 45th home run, a bomb uh, to left field, put the Yankees up three to one. And you're feeling, all right, Yankees got this one, you know, typical Yankee game, put the bullpen in there, shut it down. Again, that's the way the Yankees were at the beginning of the season. Unfortunately, these are not the same Yankees. 
Hanniger, who, who I mentioned earlier, kind of bugged the Yankees this entire game with an RBI single off of Cortez. Now, they bring on Albert Abreu, and they've been featuring him a lot in these high-leverage situations. And look, I like them. I like the fact that they brought him back. But we've seen him lately. We've seen the Cardinals game. He, he, he gave it up. We saw in that Baltimore game, the Saturday Baltimore game, uh, in Baltimore, you know, with, with Cole, in relief for Cole, he gave up a go-ahead run. I mean, they've been trying to put him in these high-leverage situations, and he just hasn't been working out for him. So I like him. I like he's a good piece. But I would almost rather see Chapman right now in a high-leverage situation than Albert Abreu. He's just, again, he's been struggling lately. I think Abreu's a better when, like, either the Yankees are up a little bit. Maybe they're down a run or two. A run or two. You just want to stop the bleeding. But to put him in at a tie game, or if you're only up by one run like that, I don't like that situation with Abreu lately because, again, they've been putting him at that, and he's been failing. And unfortunately, in the seventh, failed again after getting an out. Surrenders a two-run home run to the 36-year-old Carlos Santana, the veteran, and the former uh, Cleveland, I guess, Indian slash Guardian. Um, 36 years old, gives up a two-run home run, which actually snapped an O for 17th streak for Santana, and then turned a 3-2 Yankee lead into now a 3-4 Yankee deficit. And unfortunately, uh, Yankees were unable to crawl back and uh, close up Paul Seward with the finished Yankees off in the bottom ninth inning for his 15th save. And now the Yankees have now dropped two out of three to Seattle in the series. Uh, again, got a good starting pitcher performance from Cortez, but weren't able to do anything with it. The same way as the, the night before with Cole. Got a good pitcher performance by Cole. Can't do anything with that. Okay, great. They, they won the Tyone game. So if you want to take anything from this, again, Yankees starting pitching all three games is very good, high quality, worth winning all three. But the offense wasn't there enough. Uh, in the third game, obviously, the bullpen uh, wasn't able to get from that. And again, again, the problem is that the bullpen was taxed from the night before because in the 13 any games, you're going to be use, using a lot of you guys. And I understand not wanting to use maybe low wise go two days in a row and not, you know, using your high leverage pitches too many games in a row there. Again, he's got to keep it in the So maybe that's why you go with Abreu when you really don't want to. But again, I think if they could have done anything else, um, you know, they would have been better off again, because he's been struggling in those high leverage situations. So Yankees dropped two out of three. Um, they're still up 10 games in the AL East over Toronto. Even the Yankees struggling a bit. I don't see Toronto leapfrogging the Yankees there, nor do I see Tampa leapfrogging the Yankees there. But again, the Yankees, the problem is that it's not as good as they were a month or two ago. And can, they can still win. They can still win the AL East. But now you don't feel as confident um, as you do a little bit now. You do have Frankie Montas. Uh, I know his first start was bad, but you, you can't count that one coming off the breathe, man. And he hasn't pitched in a while, stuff like that. So maybe you cycle him through the rotation a few times. Giacol Stanton will be back at some point. Gives him an opportunity to heat up. You know, I mean, you, We've seen what he could do when he's hot. Um, you can't just turn that on like a switch and, and depend on it. But... You know, when we've seen him hot, he can carry this t- team and kind of pick up some of the other players that have been lagging a little bit. And Benatendi, okay, and that, um, the, that first game, you know, finally woke up with his bat a little bit. Let's see. You know, I mean, there's room for him to be better. Um, you know, I, I just can't see him being an, another Joey Gallo which just doesn't hit because, again, he doesn't rely on the home run ball. He's a batting average type of guy, so he makes contact. So, I mean, he he, he still do to come around. And, of course, with Carpenter to going down, they called up Andujar, and all right, Andujar has been mouthing off. I want, want my opportunity. I want to play. I prove I belong here. All right, here you go. Here's your chance. Carpenter's going to be out for a few weeks, at least at the minimum. Here's Andujar's chance to rake, you know, prove that you belong up here. Let's see uh, where that goes. So Yankees now um, will finish up this road trip with three games in Fenway. So good opportunity for the Yankees to rebound and get, just get back on the winning ways. And also I think some of the panic is also you just look at the records. I mean, the Mets have been hot here in New York. Um, they actually have a better record than the Yankees by two games. They're 73 and 39. The Yankees are 71 and 41. So, again, Yankees are 30 games over 500. So, you don't sneeze at that. But I think also some of the pressure that the Mets have been hot lately. 
Now they leapfrog the Yankees in New York, so now people are really starting to panic. And even the Houston Astros now with the same record as the Yankees, 71 and 41. And the whole argument with the Yankees is like, well, this is going to be the season where they're going to have the best record in the American League, and now they'll be able to host Houston if they do face each other. Well, now you look at the situation where now maybe Houston leapfrogs the Yankees, and now Houston's going to have the best record in the American League when all is said and done. And then if the Yankees do hit the road, they're going to have to win four games at Minute Maid Park, a place where they just can't win at all. So um, that's why you just see fans scrambling around. But again, I just wanted to say relax there a little bit. The Yankees have room to improve. You've got Ben Attendee, Donaldson's bat heating up a little bit, getting a little bit better quality bats there. And there's, there's a lot of Yankees just committing a lot of just, again, dumb base running mistakes, stuff like that, stuff they could clean up easily. Um, and then you just, you know, the way they were most of the season, I, I don't just see them just pitting out there. But they weren't going to be able to keep up a winning percentage to win 120 games in a regular season. To expect that was nuts. But they could still definitely win high 90s, maybe low 100s, which is definitely with the remnant possibility. And they should very well. Uh, be the American League's champions. Good opportunity for the Yankees to pay up some wins here, get on the roll a little bit, and then after that they come home and host a long series against some other alias foes. Will be Toronto again. Will be uh, Tampa Bay again. So the you know opportunity for the Yankees to take some games against Toronto, pad up that American League East lead there, and then they cap it off uh, with two more games against the Mets. This will be the Yankee Stadium version. And the Yankees went over two in City Field. So let's see what the Yankees do now at home. Uh, against those Mets. So that'll be the series after the Yankees uh, finish off in Fenway. So I hope you liked this episode. Um, again, if you haven't subscribed or followed yet, do that. And we'll catch you after the Boston series. Mm-hmm.